Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, General Electric presents Go Fly a Kite from 1966. Longtime listeners of Bizarre Albums will be familiar with the term industrial musicals. You'll also be familiar with the name Steve Young, the former writer for David Letterman, whose entire life changed when he accidentally discovered them. In case you're a newer listener to the show and this means nothing to you, let me try to catch you up quickly. Better yet, let's let Steve Young himself explain on this 2013 clip from The Late Show with David Letterman. I mean, how do we describe it? it is, is its niche a p small portion of the enter entertainment world? What exactly are we dealing with here? Yes, a very obscure element of uh, culture from the 20th century. These are musicals that were written for company conventions and sales meetings. They were never for the public to hear. Mm -hmm. They were entertainment. They were motivational. They were to tell the people within the company, it's a great place to work, but even more strangely than that, it was full of messages and lyrics about, here's the new product line in detail, here's how to get out and sell it with the marketing strategy. Steve Young had started working as a writer on Letterman's old NBC show, Late Night with David Letterman, in 1990. The show had a recurring segment called Dave's Record Collection, a segment that would carry over to the late show with David Letterman when Letterman jumped networks to CBS in 1993. In the segment, they would play clips of odd records and Letterman would make a joke afterward. Several of the albums featured in the segments over the years have also appeared on Bizarre Albums. Uh, here we have a record from John Wayne. It's uh, America, Why I Love Her. John Wayne, here we go. The title Have you seen the mighty Tetons? You watched an eagle soar? Have you seen the Mississippi roll along Missouri's shore? Have you felt a chill at Michigan when on a winter's day her waters rage along the shore in thunderous display? Does the word aloha make you warm? You stare in disbelief when you see the surf come roaring in at Waimea Reef? Okay. Yes. No. No. Yes, yes, no, yes. <laughs> One of Steve Young's jobs as a writer was to search the used bins at record stores to try and find strange records to use for Dave's record collection. This is when he first discovered industrial musicals. The whole story of this and where Young's life went after he discovered industrial musicals is the subject of the wonderful documentary Bathtubs Over Broadway, which is currently back on Netflix. If you never watched it, I can't recommend it enough. It left Netflix once before, but now it's back. I have no idea how long it'll be back for, so make sure you don't miss it. The first industrial musical souvenir album that Young ever found is today's subject. Here's Steve Young talking about that when I spoke to him back in 2020. When I uh, first encountered that first one, the 1966 GE show for utility executives. Uh, they were having a convention about the electric power industry. At, at that point, I thought, well, this is just a bizarre one-off. This is just like uh, in the category of uh, the singing psychic or teach your parakeet to talk. It's just an oddity. Mm -hmm. Although I do remember listening to it and thinking, my God, these things are awfully elaborately produced for a, a weird corporate 
giveaway or whatever this thing is. And these songs are actually really pretty good. And of course, the joke on me was that I was too ignorant about the world of musical theater to look at the credits and go, oh. To understand what made him go, oh, let's rewind all the way back to 1965. On May 11, 1965, Flora the Red Menace opened on Broadway at the Alvin Theater. It was the Broadway debut of Liza Minnelli, who would win the Tony Award for Best Actress in a Musical. She was just 19 years old, becoming at the time the youngest person ever to win that award. The show featured music by John Kander and lyrics by Fred Ebb. This was Kander and Ebb's first musical collaboration. Their next was set to make its Broadway debut in November of 1966. What good is sitting alone in your room? Come hear the music play. Life is a cabaret, old chum. Come to the cabaret. Cabaret was a huge hit that would run for 1,165 performances. It would be nominated for 10 Tony Awards, winning seven. It would even see a film adaptation in 1972, which was also a big hit. But sometime in the year between Flora the Red Menace and Cabaret, Kander and Ebb teamed up to write music and lyrics for a musical for General Electric. The show would be performed at the 5th General Electric Utility Executive Conference happening in Williamsburg, Virginia on September 19th to the 21st, 1966. And General Electric Presents Go Fly a Kite was released privately on vinyl to the attendees of the conference. Steve Young and Sport Murphy released a book about industrial musicals in 2013. It's called Everything's Coming Up Profits, The Golden Age of Industrial Musicals. In it, they describe the plot of Go Fly a Kite, saying, The plot involves a leprechaun who takes utility executive George and his wife Martha back in time to get advice from Ben Franklin on the problems facing the industry. Other characters appear, such as misguided hillbillies who, in the wake of the previous year's big northeast blackout, naively think they can get off the grid and start making our own. Remember that phrase, making our own. That'll come back. But the opening song here is sung by the entire cast. Welcome to Williamsburg. Welcome, friends, you're welcome to Williamsburg. Glad to see you. Welcome to Williamsburg. Track 2 is performed by Dean Stolber, who plays Poor Richard, the Leprechaun. Dean Stolber played the role of Harvey Johnson in the original Bye Bye Birdie production in 1960. Poor Richard tells the executives that they ought to be up in the tree with him to give them a kind of perspective. Here's 
the proper perspective. Ask me. I get the proper perspective sitting up there in a tree. I get the proper perspective. Everyone ought to be me. You say utilities, friend, are so ill at ease, friend. Well, a clear revision is coming through. It all depends on your point of view. Getting the proper perspective to base your behavior on. You can wake up in the morning and lo and behold, the oyster's gone. So needing the proper perspective, maybe you're lucky to be up a tree with me in Williamsburg. The Gatefold album cover contains liner note descriptions for each song. For Through the Magic Door, it reads, George and Martha a utility executive and his wife, appear. Poor Richard surprises them and offers them a real trip to the past, not just restored stones. Martha wants to go through Richard's magic door. Her husband demurs, but agrees when told he can meet Ben Franklin. George is played by actor Henry Hamilton, and Martha is played by Mary Louise Wilson, who, one year after this, would be nominated for a Tony Award for her performance in Cabaret. She branched out into TV and film as her career continued, appearing in The Money Pit, Pet Cemetery, Frasier, and The Sopranos, just to name a few. Through the magic door lies happiness. I say no. I say yes. Through the magic door old worlds to see. I resist. I agree. Through the magic door there lies a happy stay. I can't go. I can't leave. I can't wait. The liner notes describe Let Me Put It To You That Way, saying, Magically whisked to old Philadelphia, George tries to explain the contradictory pressures on the electric utilities, but Franklin responds with maxims. Martha is delighted, but George is despondent, until Richard volunteers to get through to Ben. He's got a lot of trouble with the FPC. The poor UE got the FPC. And another bunch of fellas called the SEC. Keep breathing down his back. They tell him that he puts pollution everywhere. And a fish down there, even in the air. And a rising cost of money makes him tear his hair. It's an ever-present lack. And he's dealing with a public who makes you red. Don't go ahead, go back instead. And besides beauty lovers who've also said to one of our smaller stack. And increasing competition with the other fuels in public power and local rules. And even in the industry, the different schools would take a different tack. And the reliability is all about. Don't breathe the word they once blacked out. And then the cost of underground is marching down. So it's the future bright or black. Let us put it to you that way. For the album's title track we get some singing from Ben Franklin himself. Ben Franklin is played by actor and singer Ted Thurston. Thurston was a musical veteran, appearing in shows like Paint Your Wagon, The Happiest Girl in the World, I Had a Ball, Onward Victoria, Celebration, and Lil Abner, where he would even reprise his role for the movie adaptation. When things are taxing, you'll find it relaxing to go fly a kite. With that intention, who knows what invention may weigh in the night. When you hold the end of a string, all your problems are less. Somewhere on the end of a string lies the key to success. So if you're worried or harried or hurried, just go fly. The entire cast is here to sing the side one closer, Adam and Evil. Don't jar our jeans. Don't jar our 
The liner notes say, book based on a show concept by Lou Marsh and musical numbers based on suggestions by Lou Marsh and Ted Cook. And those names have parentheses GE next to them. Lou Marsh is credited as the program manager under the General Electric staff credit on the back cover. Meanwhile, both Marsh and Cook are credited as General Electric's executive producers here. So if I'm understanding this correctly, some GE employees came up with the ideas for the show and then handed those off to the professionals. Okay, so this is a double album. So as usual, when I cover double albums, I split these into two episodes. And normally the first episode is disc one and the second episode is disc two. But this record threw me a curveball. It makes the odd move that albums sometimes did back then where disc one is actually sides one and four, and disc two is sides two and three. Apparently this was done for automatic stackable record changers. You would load two discs with side one and two up, and the changer automatically plays the first and then second sides. Once those were done, it was up to you to flip the sides of each record, then listen to sides three and four. Hmm. So anyway, for obvious reasons, I'm not doing disc one and disc two for this one. This episode will be side one and side two. And then coming this Thursday, that's right, bonus episode this week, that'll be side three and side four. So, moving on to side two, which begins with Perfect Control, it's performed by Broadway star and future Christian recording artist Nancy Haywood. My blood may boil for you to get it overflowing to your Forget it I'm under perfect control I may feel warm towards you But if you misinterpret my role Up next, we get two more cast members we hadn't heard from yet. Carol Woodruff and Valerie Harper. Harper is probably the most notable cast member appearing here. She got her start as a dancer on Broadway, but she's probably best known for her role as Rhoda Morgenstein on the Mary Tyler Moore Show, in which she won three Primetime Emmy Awards for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. That role would lead her to her own spinoff show, Rhoda, where she would win the Emmy for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series. Bizarre Albums listeners from my generation may remember her as the lead on the sitcom Valerie, where a real-life contract dispute led to her character being killed off, and the show became Valerie's family, and then later the Hogan family, a show perhaps best remembered for making a teen heartthrob out of a young Jason Bateman. I've made a huge mistake. And now here's a song called A Big Fat Wife. One big fat wife was fine for a while, but now there's a better way. said earlier to remember the words making our own and that's because that's the next song ted thurston pulled double duty playing ben franklin earlier and now he's here playing zekiel we also get joel warfield as a character named ezra warfield has also worked in tv and movies appearing on the partridge family wonder woman and all my children in the 70s he would reunite with valerie harper when he made guest appearances on both the mary tyler moore show and rhoda we're making our own. We're making our own. 
We won't buy from no one else, we'll make our own. We'll just make a little bit up, and I'm sure we'll all get lit up. Yes, we're really getting charged for making our own. We're making a cheer, we're making a cheer. We ain't gonna buy it from that profiteer. That utility's our nemesis. Let's make it on the premises. We'll never get a bill. From Dialogue from the show also appears between some of the songs, which it does before No, No, Not That. Now then, a little truth serum. Ouch! Oh! Ah! Now tell me whatever comes into your head. Uh, uh, I remember my mother, my wife, my daughter. Always criticizing, always pressuring me. You'd better be reliable or folks are gonna hate you. And maybe call the government to come investigate you. No, no, not that. Up next, we get a description of PDM, which stands for Power Distribution Management. And computer can store all the data and facts that you may have need for In your distribution system our sensors can lurk Saving lots of trouble, lots of money, lots of work Can you spot and forecast trouble? Switch equipment in and out? Can do, can do Can you sense things well enough to make reports about? Can do, can do We can read folks' meters and make out the bills again What can Ted Thurston returns yet again, this time playing Papa in the side two closer, 34 Years From Today. Think of 34 years from now, George, and all the years on the way. Will you know what to do in the years leading to 34 years from today? Think about expansion, George. Expansion? Sure. What will you do when your family expands, huh? You will soon feel the pressure of expansion. You'll have three miles to feed instead of two. So all of this, and we're only halfway done. There's still sides three and four. But that is for another time, which is this Thursday, February 10th. See you then. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Faxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums. Bizarre Albums.